0: Hello and welcome to the Great Sex with Helena podcast. My name is Helena Nista and I am your host. I am a sex therapist and a creator of powerful online courses for singles and couples that help you have the best sex of your life. You can find them all on my website, helenanista.com. And today we're talking about low libido. A lot of people that come to see me for sessions complain of a low desire for sex. They are confused by how libido works and would love to increase it. This relates particularly to couples who struggle with mismatched libidos with different levels of uh, desire for sexual contact. So if you'd love to learn more about what causes low libido and how to cultivate a strong and healthy libido for yourself, keep listening. A lot of couples that come to see me for sessions complain of different levels of libido. One person wants sex more and the other one wants it less, and this results in a conflict. The person with a higher level of libido ends up feeling rejected, frustrated sexually and resentful. While their partner, the person with a lower libido, typically feels inadequate, confused or even pressured to have sex. The resulting sexual contact is usually unsatisfying to both. The partner who is more keen gets sex that lacks passion, joy, and enthusiasm, while the other person simply wants to sort of get it over with. And both of them become stuck in a cycle of sex that is disconnected, unfulfilling, and usually infrequent. And the first thing to do in order to address low libido is to understand what libido actually is and how it works. Please understand that libido is not a thing that you either have or don't. It's neither something that just moves up or down independently of your wishes or that leaves you stuck with some sort of desire level that is inadequate for your relationship and life. Healthy libido is something that you consciously cultivate and we'll get to how you do that in a moment. We typically base our idea of a good libido level On the early days in a relationship. That time when you just can't get enough of each other and it's really easy to be horny and up for sex almost all the time. But when you think about it, when you first fall for someone, there are a lot of components that keep supporting and cultivating that high level of libido. There's a lot of novelty there in this new person. We feel a lot of interest in them We feel excitement, we pay them a lot of attention, we think about them, we fantasize about being with them when we're not together. And all these things are great for high libido. There is also a lot of separation and anticipation there, which are other two elements fantastic for higher libido. Being separate, spending time apart from each other builds passion. And anticipation means that we're doing a lot of planning and preparing to see them. There are usually many days before we see this person again, so we miss them. And when we finally get together, we can't wait to rip each other's clothes off. And none of that is spontaneous. It's all planned, awaited, anticipated and fantasized about. As opposed to being together in a committed relationship where we see each other often, we usually live together and life's duties and responsibilities get in the way of our passion and sexual interest in each other. You see how these are two very different situations here? We want sex to be hot, passionate and spontaneous in a long-term relationship, but we're not doing that much to keep that flame going. We also don't realize that while, yes, there are things that can boost libido, and more on that in a moment, there are also things that actively reduce it and inhibit it. Things like poor body image, past trauma, negative messages about sex and nudity that we grew up with, stress, fatigue, poor health, problems in your life and in your relationship. All of that and more is negatively impacting your libido level. In many cases, what reduces our sex drive is also simply bad sex that we're having. If sex that you're experiencing in your relationship is not very pleasurable and satisfying, you probably won't desire it very much. And the harder we try to feel lusty and horny, the more tricky it becomes. It's a bit like trying to have an orgasm. The harder you try, the more you can't get there. It's similar with libido. We want to feel passionate lust for each other so much that we start to judge the experience we're actually having as not good enough. And that can create even more frustration. We also often confuse libido with arousal. We think that we're meant to feel the physiological engorgement, the genitally-based lust for each other often and spontaneously. But we don't. We're not meant to feel horny all the time. We're not all 15-year-old boys. For a huge majority of people, actual touch and stimulation is needed for that first. So we often don't realize that there actually are two types of arousal, genital arousal and psychological arousal. It's something that's particularly very common among women. We can feel psychologically aroused. That's the desire based in our heart and in our head. We love our partner and desire for that love to be expressed through physical intimacy. But that doesn't necessarily mean that our genitals are swelling and lubricating all at the same time. As life goes on, we get busy. We put our priorities in all sorts of places – family, work, hobbies, projects for the future, and that's fine. Sex isn't on our minds all the time the way it was in the beginning, and that's normal and natural. Please don't think that you're meant to keep feeling lustful desire for your partner on a daily basis. That's a myth and a very dangerous myth that is likely negatively impacting on your experience of your relationship and intimacy with your partner. Whenever that spontaneous arousal actually happens for you, enjoy. Good on you. But in your everyday life together, focus on consciously creating and cultivating the kind of intimacy and sexual connection that you desire. First of all, ask yourself what kind of sex you actually want and desire. What does great sex mean to you? What does it look like? What exactly happens? How often is it? Etc. This is something that partners should definitely work on together, so make sure to have regular conversations with your lover on what good sex is and how both of you can co-create it. Make sure to also prioritize your pleasure. Whenever we're frustrated about the quality of our sex life, It's often because we have certain ideas of what should happen. My partner should initiate more. We should have sex multiple times each week. I should feel arousal more often and more easily. We should both orgasm and ideally at the same time, etc. Ditch all of these ideas and simply focus on having pleasure. Don't let your brain dictate what should happen and how. Listen to your body and follow its desires. Next make sure to prepare uh, for a hot night together. Remember the early days when you are still dating each other and prepare a hot date. Schedule the time that works for both of you and prepare for it. You might decide to dress up and go out or dress up and stay in. You might share a bath and a glass of wine or play a board game together as a sexy lead up. You might cook together a delicious meal or go for a walk before going home for a sexy massage that you give your partner or that they give to you. Do your best to be fully present with each other, to leave your work, stress and fatigue behind. Also remove any distractions if possible so that you can give each other undivided attention. Hot, passionate connection. Is something that you decide to have. So decide, at least on a weekly basis, to date and prioritize each other and your connection. Finally, it's also really important to address the libido inhibitors. If you're struggling with poor body image, you don't want your partner to see you naked, or you have had any sexual trauma in the past, or you grow up with a lot of negative conditioning around sex, All these things might be restricting your desire for your partner, so find the most appropriate way to address it. You might need to start seeing a therapist or read some educational material on good sex, open up to a good friend about how you're feeling, or address your health issues, stress, fatigue, etc. I think that opening up to your partner about your worries, issues, insecurities, etc. about sex is a particularly good idea. That level of vulnerability will feed and nurture your connection and intimacy. Plus, you'll be able to look for best solutions and ways forward together. Low libido in a relationship is not a huge issue. It's very common and quite normal, considering the demands of the modern life. So commit to making your intimate connection a priority and work together towards a goal of a more fun, pleasurable and satisfying connection in the bedroom. And if you'd like to learn some amazing, beautiful and incredibly effective intimate techniques and practices from the Tantric tradition, make sure to check out my online course, Tantric Sex for Couples. It's a fantastic program for any couple who'd love much more passion, connection and playfulness in the bedroom and outside of it. You'll find the entire course at tantricsexforcouples.com and I put the link in the show notes below together with a very yummy discount code. In order to claim a 50% off, make sure to use coupon code GSH50 on the checkout page. That's G for great, S for sex, H for Helena, and 50, five zero. I really hope that this helps and that you've learned a thing or two about boosting low libido today. Thank you so much for being here and for listening till the end. I wish you an amazing, magical, and very pleasurable day. And I'll see you next time.